It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight on WJR. Get in touch with the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Visit fbcmich.org. Once again, here's Dr. Phil Knight. Jerry, um, you know, food first, right? So it's just not any food will do. It's, we're really having emphasis on health access to healthy, nutritious food, and we're going to We've got a project that everybody is kind of rallying around, including the state of Michigan and the legislature, um, who are helping us start what we call, and our regular listeners will know this, the IQF project. And uh, that gives people access to fresh, frozen fruits and vegetables. And once we get up to, um, what's the word I want, capacity? That's going to mean people are going to have access to this freshly frozen fruits and vegetables all year long here in Michigan. Yeah, and it gets back to understanding systems as a way to drive solutions. So if you don't know where the food is coming from and going to, if you don't know how it's being processed, if you don't know who's responsible for getting all that done, well, then you're running a little blind. And so the great thing about the IQF project is uh, one conversation with one producer of the frozen food opened our eyes to a whole new process, people responsible for that process, the actual logistics that it takes to to create that food, and it uncovered what? A whole bunch of food that's perfectly good, but not the right size or the right color, or it wasn't cubed right, and so it's not sellable. People aren't going to buy it. Right. But it's healthy, it tastes good, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, and now rather than throw that away, we can do something else with it. So, you know, when we when we put food first, we're not just using flowery words. We're actually putting a whole lot of substance underneath that to understand the food chain from the very beginning to the very end and knowing how we can make the most of every step in that process and make this cheaper and better and then provide the resource that the community needs to solve all kinds of things, not just hunger. Don't you just get the, when you look at the the opportunity here with IQL, frozen, quick, individually quick frozen food, don't you get the idea like, oh my God, well, like, why weren't we thinking about this 10, 15, why haven't we thought of this before now? Yeah, and I think it's because when you start innovating and you start really breaking down a problem into literally bite-sized chunks, you can start to solve the problem. Sometimes solving the whole problem is the problem. And what you need to do is let go of the whole picture and just start breaking it down into chunks that you can handle one thing at a time. I mean, it's the saying, how do you eat an elephant? Right. One bite at a time, right? So you're, you you can't imagine it when you start. But I just look at food banking in general. 40 years ago, when food banking got started, nobody ever imagined how how important we would be to solving food insecurity. No one, because when you start, all you're trying to do is, you know, get something off the ground and, and try to be helpful and keep some of the food you're aware of from going to waste. Well, 40 years later, we're a lot smarter. We're a lot more efficient. And so those efficiencies and those those learnings teach you the thing you need to do next. And so here we are with IQF. Because we've talked to farmers and because we've talked to food manufacturers, we know how to have those conversations and we know where to look mm-hmm. and, and how to delve yeah. a little bit deeper into their process so we're, we're better at uncovering these things than we were before. Well, 
you know, I get a little discouraged because we didn't think of this sooner and we could have, how much food have we missed all this time? But then I remind myself that it took us about 100 years to put wheels on a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an excellent point. Yes, an excellent point. So, you know, we're a little slow, but we're worth the wait is what I think. So, you know, I, I think we might as well talk to the gentleman who's kind of the founder and in, chief innovator of this project, and he's uh, Ken Estelle, who is the CEO at the Feeding America West Michigan Food Bank that's located just north of Grand Rapids in Comstock Park. And uh, ironically, his uh, food bank uh, has quite the reach. They serve 40 out of the 83 counties uh, in Michigan. And so I think that they're covering about half the state. We cover a lot of area, yeah, from uh, the west side, all of the lower peninsula, all the way through the UP. I think when I was in your office for the first time, you explained to me it would be like driving from Detroit to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a long drive. We were one of the few food banks that had to use over-the-road trucks to get from one end to the other. But, uh, yeah, it takes a good 10 10, 11 hours to uh, get from our, our Benton Harbor facility up to our facility in, in Hancock-Holton area. Wow. Well, tremendous work you're doing. And um, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show is not only the great impact you're having across the western and the upper peninsula, uh, but also because of some of the innovative opportunities that you've helped to create on the west side. And uh, the name of that is, I'm just going to throw it out and let you explain it, but we call it an IQF project. And help us understand what that means. Yeah, we've been uh, working. The IQF is is an instant uh, frozen process where it basically it's indiv- it stands for individually quick frozen uh, produce. And what we've been doing on on this side of the state, we have a number, uh, almost ten large uh, frozen processors that uh, produce uh, millions and millions of pounds of of food for the retail industry. Basically, when you go to the store and you buy the frozen uh, bag of corn or peas or or something, that's what they produce. Uh, we've been working with these folks for some time, and what what's happened and what we've developed is a relationship where some of the produce that they freeze in their process gets rejected because it not, might not be exactly the right size uh, when it comes through the process, or the color might be just slightly off, or there's some cosmetic imperfection, but the food is certainly safe and, and good to eat, and it gets rejected. And, and for years, they were basically throwing a lot of that away. And what we've worked with uh, initially, we worked with Harbor Farms in Walkerville to capture that product and, and donate it to the food bank, where we then take it and inspect it repackage it into family size portions and distribute that throughout our our service area and in fact share it with food banks around the state and so that's exciting the one farm that we're working with so far arbor farms is produces about 200 million pounds of this frozen product annually and they estimate they can donate uh, between two and three million pounds a year of the product that would get rejected off their line so that's what we're capturing and that's just one out of the 10 companies that are uh, currently doing that in our service area. So when we talk about that, you know, I, I know that when people hear millions of pounds, it's hard to put that into perspective. So as you think about this, Ken, when you say, okay, two or three million pounds from one, there's nine others to go. How do you describe the opportunity both for the food bank and most importantly for the people that we're trying to serve? Well, I think 
for us as a food bank, I mean, what we've always tried to do is capture more healthy product. And so the first point is, this is really nutritious product. And the way it's processed is, is all of the uh, nutritional elements are captured in this freezing process. So point one is it's really healthy product, stuff that is, is really highly desired. And so from a ability to be able to get this type of produce year-round is very exciting for us. But for the families that use it, um, again, it's, it's one of the healthy products that you can get. It typically is fairly expensive in the store, so a lot of the families that we serve just simply don't can't afford to, to purchase this. So getting this type of product to the families we serve is, is a, real, uh, a real advantage. Great thoughts from Kenneth Stell there, Jerry. And uh, we're going to come back and, and continue this conversation along the theme of food first and how do we get great food to people in need. Come back and be with us here on Food for Thought, heard only on WJR. WJR.